Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. here from the casting couch this evening. Uh, Oakley, we actually had you on the show back in season two on episode 13. Yeah. So thanks for coming back and rocking out the show with us again. I'm here. He's in person this time. You're in yeah. person this time. That's we're right. sure. We're, we're downplaying it. Yeah. On, this is a celebration. This y'all. is a celebration. This is a celebration. Man. Cheers, well, me, man. Cheers. Cheers, me. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. For those who don't know, Oka has driven all the way down from Richmond, Virginia to be here tonight. Virginia. 
Virginia. Let's give it up for that. Yes. He made the trip down to be here for Rooster Radio. <laughs> thank you, man. Okay, thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. Uh, th- this man and I have have been um, uh, courting each other for the better part of a year. I've been trying wow. to get him down here, and and now he's here, and, and now we're going to teach you a lesson. We're going to teach right. you a lesson. That's right. Yeah, so I'm really glad to be here. <laughs> it's, a, it's really a pleasure. You know, you guys are awesome. You know, I'm glad we could chat online the whole time, you know, for a year, and now we're here. It was destiny. It was fate. It, it was destiny. It was fate, because i tell you what, man. You packed a lot of talent into uh, into that beard of yours. Hey, you um, know, it's... Uh, Got to thank my dad. You know, he didn't give me a good hairline, but he gave me a good beard. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I I get told that as well. I've got a lot of beard power. So as a beard brethren, I got to say, man, that song that we just heard, (laughs) I I was blown away that that was all you. Yeah, everything was me. Drums, guitar, bass, and vocals. That was me. That's just that just means you're jammed packed full of talent. Man. Uh, you got just, a regular David Grohl over here. Yeah, man, <laughs> we really do. Well, a young David Grohl, uh, you know. So, uh, you know, how does how do you take one part? You lay it down. Let's say you start with guitar. Do you generally start uh, with guitar? Yeah, yeah. Or or there's a vocal pattern that I get in my head. Hum um, it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's fifty fifty. It's either guitar riff. Or a vocal pattern. And I get it in my head just sometimes randomly. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, I just want to, you know, try to put something together, something new. And it takes a while. And, um, you know, it just, it comes together. But it very seldomly does. Like, I don't put out a lot of songs. But when I do, I'm like, okay, this was like, this was a very collective thing. Because everything was really thought out. Yeah. You know, at least I think so. But, like, it takes a long time. It does. Yeah. It does. I, I can't think of a good comparison, but but what you do with your music, and, and you know, I've been listening since we started talking, is is you 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 do a lot of build up, and and there, there's peaks and valleys. Yep. Yeah, like your music is very peaks, and I don't know, I I can't think of a good example of another artist that does that. Yeah, but but it's it's cool because sometimes the song starts out real slow, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna kick back and listen to this then all of a sudden you get this gut punch of emotion yeah, yeah, yeah. and like like you're able to make your instruments and your voice bring this emotion to a song and you're like and and, and then that's what your music is it's pure emotion in song to that point i'd say with the rock element it, it really puts me in mind of kill switch because like some of their songs they'll have that like uh like my curse they have that soft sweet like and then they go and then they start rocking it out yeah that's kind of where the the rock aspect of your music puts yeah. me, it puts me in that kill switch yeah. engage and like, you've got that indie vibe with like you got this airy spacey vibe to it that kind of you know it, it's 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 almost like elevation yeah you know it kind of yeah. like like if you know if you eat the right brownie or you know, you you can literally feel like you're floating in space listening right. to the music, and, and then you're drawn back in by the rock. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 fantastic. I, I mean, it's so original. It's so cool. Yeah. I just you know, it's the kind of music you want to put the headphones on and just, and just vibe. Yeah, yeah, just vibe. Yeah, that's what I look for in bands that I try to listen to. Man, is uh, if I can sit in a car and drive two hours and listen to the whole album and just vibe. It's very rare that I can do that. Yeah. But you know, when I can, it's something that I can appreciate, and it's something that I really value. Um, so I try to do the same thing, and with every song, you know, I try to make it different. 
you know, make it sound way different, but in the same genre. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's 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 just that, but there will always be peaks and valleys because there's a story. You know, there's exactly. always a story. And you, you know? want the emotions to be to to go up and down as as an artist for your audience, yeah. right? You don't want to put them on the same plane and be like, "There you go, just enjoy that." Yeah, yeah. You know, you want to bring them the emotions up uh, to your listeners, yeah, right? Yeah. And and I definitely feel uh, an elevated emotion when I listen to your music. Well, that's man. good, so man. Job well done. That's well, don't don't downplay it. Just, cut before the show, Cody was out there jamming. We they, were jamming. Yeah, they, they were jamming. Cody was feeling it with that bass. I was. He made his fingers bleed. Yeah, yeah, a little boo boo. That's what? a sacrifice you have to take with jamming with me sometimes. You know, Dude, I'm willing. Sometimes I'm, you know? I'm willing and ready, man. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of artists go through physical torture, man. Zach Wild, I saw a picture of him on, on the internet when he was just shredding. He's got like blood all <laughs> over his axe, you know. And that's metal, you know. Yeah, that's that is metal. that's rock and roll right there. I like some metal, man. Well, let's start there. Let's talk about some influences, right? It's a good place to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have a very unique sound. So I, I imagine you're very diverse in your music taste. Oh, well, you guessed right. Um, well, what's weird that you brought up Kill Switch Engage was when I first started singing in the eighth grade, um, you know, I was kind of forced into it because I was taking piano lessons and the, there was uh, somebody I was in the class with and she was the daughter of the chorus teacher um, at uh, Grace Creek Middle School. And she said um, she got like, uh, she noticed that I went into her daughter's class because that was the advanced class. And I went in there um, within a couple months time and uh, she was like, well, I hear it in your voice. I need you to come to chorus. And I'm like, I don't want to go to chorus. I want to stay in art class. Like, I like drawing, you know. And uh, she was like, no, I need you to do this. Like, you, this is this is what you need to do. She's calling. Yeah, and she didn't let me stay in art. She went to the principal and pulled me into um, pulled me into chorus, and it wasn't my call. So I went in there, <laughs> and next thing you know, like I'm just what I was doing was I was just mimicking, like I was just mimicking notes. So I, I felt like I was doing imitations, you know. And okay. Yeah. So was that when you felt like you unlocked your vocal power when when you finally got in that, that yeah, class? Yeah, it felt like you were mimicking, yeah. but you were really learning. You just didn't know it yet. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So like. I felt like I was imitating a sound, you know, with my voice. I didn't, I didn't perceive it as singing, but next thing I know, I'm going to all county and then I'm going to all state and I'm like, and I, you know, for me, I'm just like, you know, I don't understand what they see in me. Like I'm my own worst critic in a lot of ways. I can relate. And, you know, I ended up going, you know, to those things. And then in high school, I did the same thing. And then I ended up in all honors where I'm like performing with uh, University of Pembroke when I'm in high school. Wow. And it was just like, uh, you know, I hear myself in recordings talking, and I'm just like, ugh, you know? Like, ah, <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, that's, we do that, too. Yeah, though. we do the same thing. Was there a moment when it finally, like, the flip, the, the switch flip for you, that you were like, oh, wait, I'm good at this. I do, I've unlocked yeah, a right, new right. Well, How long did it take to get to that point? Oh, man. Or are you still working on it? Both. Yeah. Yeah, both. Ah, that's bullshit. No, that, no it is true. It's no, true. it's true, man. It's true. It's true there if... has to have been a moment where you were either performing on stage or performing, 
to yourself it just clicked. Where, you were, you were just feeling it and you were like oh shit this like, is the this uh, is the goodness like, like that had that had to happen <laughs> uh man that was kind of recent you know like I, I i felt like validated just kind of recently when i like released music you know and i got a decent amount of listens and like whenever I would release a video of myself playing and singing on, like, Facebook or Instagram or whatever, then I'd get, like, like more friend requests or, like, especially on Instagram, like, I would get, like, a lot of followers. And I'm like... So the validation came from... It, it came from outside. social media. Okay. Like, it came from it came from people, like, some people I didn't know because, like, on Facebook, I would make it public. I'm like, you know what, whatever. You know, at, at this point, like, people keep telling me, like, oh, don't be ashamed of it or don't be like this. You're your own worst critic. I'm like, it's natural, you know, whatever. But, like, um, but so, like, whatever, I did it. And when I started doing that, like, people started having positive feedback. And, like, uh... Where's this coming from? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, is this question? So, so, so what I'm hearing is insecurity is setting in. I uh, have it too, yeah, man. Yeah, what I'm hearing is a insecurity setting in. You're like, do I deserve this? You're you're thinking to yourself, like, like, where's all this love coming from? I don't feel like I deserve this. So it's still you. So you're. So what I'm hearing is you're still struggling with the whole. I'm good at this thing. Yeah, like all the time, you know. But like, you know, I could. I could jam with people all the time, right, and just have fun with it. And then, you know, I, I don't like I don't really take into account like, hey, man, they love jamming with me, or, you know, they really like the way I sound when I sing or whatever. I'm just here having fun. But like when people like start talking like, hey, man, we need to get him in a band or whatever. I'm like, I wish you know I would have put myself out there at a younger age when I had time, like a lot yeah. more time, you know. So. Um, you ain't got kids yet. You got time. Ah. You got time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I I play guitar, you know, and uh, in a band right now, and you know that's that's my thing right now. But like putting my own stuff out, there there are difficulties with that because you know, like my writing style. Well, where are you doing it? Are you doing it out of home? Like, yeah. do you have like a home setup? Shoot, it's my cell phone. Yeah. Yeah, it's my cell phone in a closet. Like I use GarageBand on an iPhone. That's dude. That's okay because that yeah. it's a real doll, and you know, guess what else? It sounds good when you put it all together. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I'm in a similar situation. So I have like a computer with the computer version, and like I'm writing stuff, and it's all me. Yeah. But I judge it really hard. Yeah. I try. I put it down, and I'm like, man, if I can only just collab with some yeah. other artists, yeah. this would be radical. You know, yeah. And there, there too, it's like when you when you have that mindset, is just like when you want to collaborate with somebody else, or just have somebody master it on the outside and kind of like judge it. But then like you know, it's just do we want to go in that direction? Because I don't really want somebody to judge it. But then also like people, daunting. People. Like, you got to pay an arm and a leg for somebody to just master your stuff, like, in a studio, you know? It's just right. it's just wild. So, you know, that's kind of a conundrum that I can fall into, you know, like, where I'm just like, you know, I, I got to do this myself. And then this is going to be the way that I want it to sound. And then after a while, like, after I got validation and whatnot, I'm like, okay, this sounds sticking. You know, I'll just keep with it. And Now, does that bleed into the, the writing process as it evolves? Do you start to feel like you need to make songs that sound a certain way now? Or do you still, are you still having fun and, and being versatile? I'm being fun. You know, I'm yeah. having fun. Like if something pops in my head and it sounds way different, I don't care. If I like it, I'm going to make something of it. You know, and um, I'm going to, 
you know, I'll try to make it catchy or whatnot, but I, in the end, at the end of the day, I'm like trying to tell a story with it. You know, it's gonna like I, I say it on like my SoundCloud, like this is me just say these are diary or journal entries. Yeah. You know, like this is this is this is me just putting myself out there, and it, it really like and, and metaphorically like. You, know, you put your music out there that's one thing but when i'm putting out these lyrics is just talking about like if you ever struggle with something or it's like it's very relatable like people in relationships or just like breaking off or you just like have something going on and if you just put it in a lot of different metaphorical ways to where like people can kind of like decode it and relate it to be their own you know like that's they can like, interpret it themselves yeah exactly you know and people can relate a lot of stuff that i do to themselves and to their lives because you know, there's one thing that, like, my dad told me way back in the day, like, he's working on cars, and then he's like, well, I'm just going to Google how to, like, to do this, because somewhere in the world, somebody's gone through the exact same thing you have, and you can Google it. Yeah. Everything. And so, but you're doing that, but with music. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's been through this, but I'm telling it through my version, and you can also interpret it through your version. Yeah. And and that really pulls through in what you're doing man and and i respect the hell out of it because it's it's already hard enough to try to like do everything yourself yeah on this side solo venture thing that you're doing because you you also have a, a band right yeah you play yeah. with uh the sean right yeah yep. uh and shout so, out to sean, shout out to sean. i, I ain't forgot about you brother yeah, that's I love right you, i got your stickers that's yeah, right i love you that's right you. So, well, um, speaking of storytelling, you want to tell a story real quick? Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just let the audience know we're gonna hear some songs tonight. We are gonna. It's gonna be a singing song. Yeah, it's gonna be a longer episode. It is. Yeah. So, yeah. so you um, you got something in the back pocket there you want to pull out? Before I do it, before I do it, speaking of storytelling, you know who else tells stories? Professional wrestlers. Oh hell yeah! That's right, Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin, or Stone Cold Steve. What? What? And one beer. What? Two, Two beers. beers. What? What? Three beers. What? Stone Cold Steve Austin had four beers. Don't give me a hell yeah! Hell yeah! I want to hear some Uncle Lee right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold ET said so. <laughs> Let's do it, man. I'm All right, cheers to that, and I'll. Uh, yes, dude. I uh, got you. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. And uh, I'll say something real quick. Excuse me for that. All right. Enjoy the song. Tell, tell us what we're about to hear. Um, anyone like you? So this is a song about not understanding why somebody loves you so much. Because Get that you, don't feel wor- you don't feel worthy of the love. Uh, yeah, you know, like some. Like I feel, you know, you can feel really lucky. You know, feel really lucky. I feel that way every single morning when I wake up next to my wife. There you go. I feel that as I do too. Every single shout morning. out to C Dub uh, with mine as well, but also my dog. You know, I'm like, why do you love me so much, dog? <laughs> Probably because you drink him off all the time. It's she's a girl. Shit, bitch. we should we should cut that out. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's all terrible right. Terrible line. Terrible joke. That's a worst joke. All right, let's play the song. <laughs>
subject to change With everything around Consuming our range When all talks settle And we blow out each fight Just promise me this could last Just one more night So why'd anyone like you Love anything like me It's so hard to believe Cause I'm so hard to see So why'd anyone like you anything like me it's so hard to believe I'm so hard to receive are we wandering with the blind can we mend our broken time sweep streets that blind the night sky as we Wait for thoughts to collide Often all my problems All my nerves contrive I can't decide anyone like you Loves anything like me It's so hard to believe I'm so hard to see So why'd anyone like you Love anything like me It's so hard to believe And I'm so hard to receive Yeah Often all my problems All my nerves contrive I can't decide Often all my problems All my nerves contrive an anthem for every insecure you know broken uh, awkward broken hearted cool. that's an anthem for every insecure broken hearted person on the planet yeah you know? like, like that's that that's one of the most universal you know takes yeah, so they I've ever heard in a song like that. that I, that's yeah, yeah. I would have to say the same as here. Yeah, like I, there's like, there's no question I felt that way, and I guarantee you, everyone has felt that every one hundred percent of our audience has felt that so, way. So like not only relating insecurities for like my singing voice, but if I can put like some form of insecurity in a song, and just like whatever, belt it. You know, people are like, 
Yo, I've, I've been there. Those are the most successful yeah, those, songs. Those are though, man. Yeah, yeah. When you when you when you identify a trait or an emotion that 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 a majority of people feel but don't talk about yeah that don't that don't talk about it yeah it's yeah. a universal and that's how s- s- some songs become hits well yeah. and, and not only that man but like whenever i heard you play that song just now i i felt like you were you felt it that came from your soul when dude. he closed his eyes yeah right about halfway through the song when he closed his eyes yeah did you see? Did you feel it I go up it. a half a notch? I, 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 I was like, I was like, oh shit, here it is. <laughs> I got goosebumps. I got the chilies. All my hairs on my arms because God knows I got a lot of those. They all stood up and they were like, yeah, all of them oh, on both arms. What say you, BDJ? Yeah. What say you, BDJ? Going on. I was kicking, kicking it, man. You yeah. were killing it. I was kicking with it. It was, yeah. it was, man. It was smooth. It was, it was smooth and gritty at the same time. It was like that yeah. sand in in the beach when it gets in your nether regions. Yeah, that's another layer we haven't talked about yet. That's another layer. Yeah, of onion. it's another layer of the <laughs> onion. Yeah, because he's you've got this way of emoting and expressing emotions, but you've got this grit to your voice where it's like, here's this gravelly gritty like old school hard ass you know the, the, but also like, here's the emotional yeah yeah you're, you're marrying side. you're marrying the old school hard-nosed way of life with the new school let's let's identify let, let's define you know these emotions and deal with them exactly. because that's what the old school didn't do you know, yeah, and yeah. the new school does it too much. So like you've married, the, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, you've married the old school hardcore yes. grit with the new school identifying our feelings, and we're not gonna beat our kids and and talk <laughs> shit to our wives. Yeah, instead of bottling it all up and taking it out on everybody, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put it in uh, art. We're gonna put it in art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and make it okay. Yeah, yeah, man. So. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. Man. <laughs> That's good. That's man. what you want. Yeah. You yeah. just taught me a lesson. Ooh. Yeah, you sure did, man. I mean, I then the lesson here that I'm taking away is put your full emotion into everything that you're doing one hundred percent, man. Yeah. And and I feel like that you you've captured lightning in a bottle, man. Ah, man, I appreciate that. Of but course. Yeah, like I, I remember saying it um at the end of our uh episode in season two where I was like, Hey, you know, <laughs> And I kind of alluded to it where I was like, put yourself out there. Like, you know, anybody, you just you can accomplish it. Just like, don't feel down on yourself. You can dream you know it. I mean? You can do it. You, if you ain't first, you're last. But don't think that way. There's a lot of cliches we, we can throw into the conversation. But what it boils down to is, <clears throat> you know, there's, you know, over 7 billion people on the planet. Whatever it is you're feeling, someone else is feeling it too. Yeah. yeah. You know, and what you got might not be for everybody, but it's for enough people to matter. So when you've got something like that, when you've got something to say, you got something to share that's important to you, chances are it's important to a whole lot of other motherfuckers too. Yeah. yeah. And and that's why it's important to put it out and yeah. not just keep it to yourself. Yeah, because there's a lot of people out there, you know, that are, <clears throat> that are dealing with issues and think they're unrelatable to some extent but you know if they're not like at least you know going they don't feel comfortable talking to anybody about it or not seeking any sort of help or like therapy or anything and whatnot if they if if i can 
if I'm able, you know, to put something that's relatable, you know, into a song, and like people can relate to, and like, okay, you know, I'm not alone. And that's paying it forward. Yeah. Because how many times has an album or a song been your therapy? Oh man, uh, Chris Cornell. You know, like genius. Yeah, like his his writing was just so great. But like, you know, even though like. Maybe at times, like, his lyrics weren't that relatable, and they were very metaphorical and just like, okay, like, this is something to, like, really decode here. But, you know, it, it was something in his tone and his voice. You know, it was, if it wasn't one thing, it was the other. So, like, and he's the reason I started playing music, like, on guitar. Like, he's the reason I picked up a guitar in the first place. You know, so, and not only that, but, like, with my lyrics, like, Sean, like, Y'all have seen Sean, like, yeah. if, you, if you're if you ever able to, like, read his lyrics, they're so metaphorical, and, like, the vocabulary is just so good and so gritty. The economy of words. Yeah. Uh, Are you taking inspiration with that in your writing? Yeah, absolutely. Like, Sean was, the, like, we were 19, 18 years old or whatever, and this dude was writing things. I was like, this is Edgar Allan Poe-esque. Like, oh, this is dude. dark. This is, like, this, it was insane, and he's like... I, I don't know, like, it's just, it was, I, I thought it was genius, you know? And then, like, after, like, well, like 10 years, I'm just, like, I start writing, and then I find myself writing, like, Sean, and just, like, good God, like, this is great, because I, if, if I ever send my lyrics to anybody before I record them, I always send them to him. Like, always. I'm going to go call Sean. I'm going to go, I'll be right back. I'm going to go call Sean right now, tell him how good of a job he's doing What's, right What now. was the first song you wrote? Like, you wrote words to a song. Um, How long ago was that? What was it? God. Uh, Do you remember what it was about? Oh, gosh. Um, No. (laughs) Like, it was so long. Well, all right. The the point that I was... All right, I'll jump ahead. How about this? How about this? I'll I'll give you something to sit on in this. All right. uh, So, like, if you... Listening to that song y'all just played, that was a very pivotal point for me. That was the first thing I recorded where I like really nailed deep into what I needed to put out. You know, so like I was writing, like I was writing music and everything was coming together really well, but my lyrics were a thing. You know, that was a situation until I really just like, dude, just put it like, like your pen, make your pen explode with, you know, just do it. You know, who cares? Like, it's me. It's me. Just put yourself out there. Like, whatever. You know? And Diamonds, you know, that song is just... It's uh, ref- That should be the next one you play. Yeah, yeah. But before you do, I, I want to I wanna finish my point. The point that I was going to make was the first song you wrote, you probably read it now and think it's shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, most artists, the first song you write is garbage. Yeah, there might be a little nugget of something in there. Yeah, you know whether it's the melody, whether it's the structure, whether you know whether it's the the point you're making. But <clears throat> the reason I bring it up is because very rarely does someone's first song worth a shit. Right, right. Yeah. And 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 if you and if you write your first if you sit down with a pencil and paper and write a song and you read it back and you're like this is garbage. Most people give up. 
Yeah, yeah. But if you if you keep writing, you build that skill. It's like the ten thousand hour theory and all that shit. You know, <clears throat> no one no one gets it right the first time. Right, right. You know that doesn't happen. I think it is ten thousand hours. And so, did you talk it, to him? Yeah, he actually said <clears throat> that uh, he appreciates you taking uh, the inspirado <laughs> for lyricism. Yeah, from yeah. him. Yeah. And he gives many thanks. He says that this is going to be a great episode. <laughs> did he say he's going to teach him a lesson? Ooh, yeah, he did. He's going to. Sean can teach a lesson, and he taught me lessons with vocals uh, or lyric writing. You know, both of those. Oh, yeah, he's a he's a master of all well, trades. When you stepped out to call Sean, we were talking about the song "Diamonds." Yes, or reflections and, and lights, and, yeah. and, it, and it feels like the right time to maybe pull the guitar back out and. I'll get you know. I can give this a shot acoustically, you know, um, but it's a doozy, you know. Let's let me get that. Well, let me get that shaker. Tone it. I'm gonna shake it. Tone it down. Tone. If you wanna do it acoustic, tone it down. Tone it. Tone, tone it. Down. It's behind the. Yeah, tone it down. Tone it down. To, what do you mean, to, tone it down? Meaning, 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 simplify it. I simplify can, it. I can give it a shot. Why not? Because it's layered, so just simplify it. Introduce it. This is refresh, refresh, reflection Ice. and lights. Cut. Introduce the song. <laughs> this is reflections and lights. <laughs> I always do this 
so good. That was so good. Thank man. you. <laughs> like it just, I it just something about the the songwriting and the and the playing and the just all of it just grabs you by the soul and just makes you feel something, man. If it's not, I can't doing, get away man, from it. If it's not doing that, I'm not doing my job. Well, this is chime in with BDJ. Yeah, BDJ. BDJ. What are you, you gonna say, man? BDJ. Man, it was uh, it, it's definitely a soul searching song. I think for anybody that listens to it, it's it's very interesting to be able to sit back and watch. It, it, it's almost as, and I'll just stumble upon my words here for just a minute. But it's almost as if while you play these songs, you rediscover new meaning in the words that you've written. Exactly. And it's very, it's very interesting to watch it unfold in front of you yeah and this is coming from bdj who is also a very awesome guitarist and singer musician it's true it's true uh so i mean he's got a good jawline i like it it's real strong he's got a strong jaw a great beard man and let's give it up for the man he recently got engaged hey congratulations come on man betsy is is a very lucky woman oh i'm i'm the lucky one trust me trust me trust me i got really lucky with her shout out to bdj for those who don't know last weekend bdj invited his soul out he was playing live he invited his girl's whole family down from Connecticut. That's right. And all hey, of the friends. Did some travels. Yeah, him and Mike D, the Rhythm Kings, were there backing him up. The man put together an entire night surrounded around the fact that he was going to propose to this woman. And and, and it was her birthday. And it was her birthday. It was her birthday. The, the cake that revealed the question, the pop the question, because it... The guy didn't ask the question. He popped the question via the cake, okay? Via cake. It was a friend's theme cake. And then, uh, so it says, on, <laughs> it says on one side, like, happy birthday in, like, friend's font. Yeah. And then when they turned it around, it said the one where he proposes. And it was just yeah, it was perfect. Don't be too humble about it. Well, I mean, it, ultimately, it came down to I knew that I wasn't going to have the the guts to sit there and hold it all together and be able to ask it. So I said, "Well, let's just put it on a cake. Nobody can say no to cake, right?" <laughs> Dude, I swear to God. So when I uh, when I proposed to Erica, my legs were shaking. It was it needed. I was singing "Cupid" by Sam Cooke. And um, classic, yeah, and wow, dude. When That's I got down cut. on this, is a deep. I want to hear you do that after the show. <laughs> oh my god! So, when I went to get down on one knee, my legs were like, oh, jello, yeah. And she was like, Why are you so nervous? I'm like, Why not? I'm proposing, thing. it's a big deal. We're getting married. Oh. Hopefully, she said yes. So, good, yes, good. Yeah. Good for you. Yes, yeah. and good for BDJ. BDJ, yeah, that's right, man. It's it's been a it's it's just been a, a lovely. Twenty twenty two is the year of love. It is. It really is, man. It's, and, it's the year of love. And like, who doesn't love live music? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who, who does? I've never met a person that I'm like, do you like music? And they're like, no. <laughs> never. I've never encountered that, man. Dude. People like that don't exist. They should. They can't. If they do. If you're have you there. seen The World's Greatest Dad with Robin Williams? I have seen that. Where they're riding in the riding, Robin Williams is driving them to school and it's like, kept the kid kept turning the radio off. What kind of music do you like? We'll put it on whatever you want to play, man. What kind of music? I don't like music. I hate music. I think music's gay. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, this is not real. <laughs> you can't. Be, man. Nobody like, hates uh, music. Yeah. You can't hate music. Like me, meeting someone that, I don't, 
There's a lot of people that like music, but that don't really like music. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of people that appreciate yeah, like, there's, there's a lot of people yeah. that like music because it reminds them of something, or it's catchy, okay. or it's background music. But but like you know, and, and you know, look, I'm, but then I'm not you have hating. like then you have like not... audio files, right? <laughs> like with the pH, like audio files. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. You, that those are that. I think that's a term. Is that real? Look it up. Google. I think you just no. It's it it's definitely a term. That's it's a term. I mean, they they cre- there's a whole subset genre of like PA equipment, speakers, headphones. There's a ten thousand dollar set of headphones and a headphone amp. That's just for people that want to sit there and listen to it exactly how they think it was supposed to have been listened to. Like it it's ridiculous. Audio file is a, is a thing. Is I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. If we're super successful with the rooster, you're going to buy I'm going to buy that You're going to get you a $10,000 set of headphones. I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy that shit because that's how I love my favorite way to listen to music. It's with, with headphones. Yeah, because you get it all like, in like, your like, face. Like, I don't want to like, be disturbed. I don't want to be bothered. I just want the headphones, and I want to hear it. You're talking about over-the-ear headphones. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, and, so and I'll say this, for what it's worth, like, I, I follow this really, really good tech guy that, that tears down stuff and reviews a whole bunch of stuff. They, they brought in this... $10,000 set of headphones. And of course they couldn't play whatever he was listening to for copyright reasons. Um, but he was brought to tears and right. he's not an audiophile. He's wow. not a big audiophile, wow. but whatever they were playing, he said, just being able to hear it at this clarity, it almost made him cry. And it's fun. It's a video you should check out. It's for sure. But yeah. it's, there's it, a, there's a guy I knew back in the early two thousands <clears throat> When I lived out uh, near your old way, close to Fayetteville, gotcha. um, I lived in uh, Southern Ponds for a little while. And uh, there was an artist out there. His name was Nathan Davis. You may or may not know. He's a little bit older than you. He's a couple years older than me. But I met him through a friend. And uh, he was doing his thing. He was going to Fayetteville and Raleigh and Sanford, like the whole like central North Carolina area. Yeah. And and super talented. He was super inspired by Springsteen, but it didn't sound like Springsteen. Gotcha. He sounded more folky than Springsteen, gotcha. if that's possible. But <laughs> but but he was really talented, and he wrote he wrote really really good songs, right? And and uh, I would always go see him live every chance I got because he he was and he became a buddy of mine. Very very talented, yep. and uh, he had substance issues, and he. Finally started getting them cleaned up, right? Finally got his shit cleaned up. And once he cleaned his shit up, he started writing even better music. Oh, wow. Uh, you're talking about, like, like some of the songs he wrote were gut-wrenching. Like, just gut-wrenching, just, just like, you know, he had, you know, John Coltrane-inspired type stuff. You know, Death of a Man is a song about alcohol-killing you know, alcoholism killing a man and you know a long way home uh, about growing up with with uh you know a group of friends and going your own way and just uh all these great songs i mean it's the kind of music that every now and then you you know how like you'll hit a low point every now and then and yeah. then you'll listen and, to some sad ass well, well, songs well, well not but 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 there's a reason right but yeah there's like, a like you get you like like when you hit low points in life you like, <clears throat> for me, this isn't for everybody, 
But for me, when I start to get down on myself and I start to feel like I'm hitting a low point, I gravitate toward that type of music Sad songs. because I want to feel 100% of it because the, the, the harder you feel that, the, the more you're going to learn. The easier it is to move through it. Yeah, the more you're gonna learn. Like once you, because once you hear that, once you, once you ingest that all of that, all of that emotion, it's it, it's easier to to move through it and then come out with another perspective. Exactly. Right? A lot of it has to do with being validated in your own experiences. That, and absolutely, being a, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's, it's about that self validation. You, know, you hear this song and you're like, "That's exactly how the fuck I feel right now." Yeah. I'm yeah. so I, I I'm shocked that someone else understands this feeling because you feel you always feel like it's like it's it, it's it's singletary to you or singular to you. Right. Like, like, this is like, you don't know how I feel. Fuck you. You don't know how this feels. Exactly. You don't know what this feels what like. People do, man. But then you hear it in art, and you're like, that's exactly how I feel. Thank you, and and it's validation. And, and, and you're able that, to. We said all that to say this. That's what you bring. <laughs> I'm, I'm not yeah, kidding, that's part man. of it but my original point about Nathan Davis was you know he was this amazing artist who finally gets his stuff together and he's on his way this guy was on his way early 30s on his way to a career and gets killed in a car accident sheesh that's a bummer you know, like, 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 you go through all that muck mire and shit to get here, and then, and then, and then, and then, you know, whatever higher power you believe in intervenes yep. and ends it all. Yep. But thank God the man found his way before that happened. He got to yeah. experience happiness, even for a brief period of time. He got to experience happiness and success before it was all over. Yeah. And to this day. I have his, I have all of his material, like everything that he ever put out. I have I bought it all, DVDs, CDs, all that, and and it's one of my go tos when when I need inspiration or I need validation. And there's people like that in life, and the the type of music you write is that type. Like I don't know that that's a genre. I, I mean, it can't be genre. You're you're too it's, powerful. Yeah, to be it's, like, it's like you have that you have that ability. Yeah, and yeah. and and I and I and I love it, man. I I super respect it because it's hard. Not to do. a lot of people can do that. You know exactly. Like yeah. I I'm trying to do it, but in a different genre. Well, you're music. in funky. You're in I'm, funky I'm town. I'm in funky yeah. like indie pop land with my music and the music that I'm making. There's if it wrong is, with that. if yeah, I mean, but I I mean. My earlier influences yeah. were like rock and metal, but then just, I don't know, I got like more drawn into like this like 80s sounding current music mm -hmm. that's, but it sounds like it's from the 80s. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Bruno Mars is good at doing that kind of sound. Ah, well, Bruno Mars but, is the shit, dude. I'm talking that, more that like dude is really Paula. good. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. cool too. Yeah. I'm just saying, Bruno Mars is the shit. He He's writes good songs. He super. Write good songs. Man. Yeah, dude's a soprano. Like it's insane. Like his register is so high. It's uh, yeah, kind of makes me upset about it. I know. I'm trying to do I'm that. Since too. we're on this subject, let's talk about favorite artists. Yeah. Uh, let's let's see. I was obsessed with Alice in Chains for a long time. Me too, uh, man. Come, come. Me I, too. I like obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> the rooster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. 
Hey, <laughs> it it's a plug, you know. It's a, it's like a hey, wink, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. get it. If you don't listen to him, that's right. But uh, no, um, Allison Chains. I, when did you get into Allison Chains? Well, like this is crucial. Well, you know, like I got in. I was radio radio into them. You know what I mean? Like Fayetteville had Rock One Hundred Three. They would play uh, Man in the Box repeatedly. Oh yeah, repeatedly. So, I'm the man. I don't know if we can do the. Yeah, 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 yeah. let's not get copyright. I did the. Th- I did like four seconds yeah. of it. We should be fine. Yeah. So, so you get it. Fuck it, yeah. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and then you know every once in a while you hear Rooster, but like I feel like it's a long song and they didn't want to play it all or like the most important parts were not. It was just the most important part was the whole song. So, like, they didn't want to play, like, a five to six minute song on air. You know, they'll just play something shorter. But it, it was weird because years later, and I'm talking, like, 2010, I heard Nutshell for the first time. Like, oh, that, that one makes you cry. Yeah, that's, that, that, one that makes, song's that's, close to my heart. That is one of the ones that I listen to when I get sad. Shout out to my brother Ryan. That's his favorite. Uh, Ryan Morales, I love you, brother. Wait, so do I. We would not be here without Ryan Morales, and I want to give, I want to take a moment to shout out your brother Ryan. Yeah, let's let's shout him out. Let's Cheers shout him out. Well, well, I tell you, let me tell you a couple of things about Ryan. He, tell us. Uh, he's a devout Raiders fan. So am I. Hey, hardcore. I always have been. And uh, he's got a great jawline. <laughs> um, in high school, he had the most chiseled abs in Southview High School, and that is not debatable. It's a fact. Wow. It's a statistic. Should have been in Guinness Book of World Records. He but... is a very sexy man. Yes, yes. Very sexy man. Yeah, you know. and uh, I'll teach him a lesson. Hey, he taught me some lessons. And he can teach me a lesson. Hey, he should Ow. teach you a lesson. <laughs> How you doing? But, uh, <laughs> but uh, shout out to you, Ryan. I love you, man. Um, we all do. Hey, cheers uh, to Ryan. Ryan. Ryan, here's to you, brother. This Wish is, you were here right now. This is the most uh, we've ever consumed on a Rooster Radio episode, guys. We are feeling oh, ourselves. Oh, it's about to get. It's about to go. It's about to go crazy. About to tank. This episode, we're so close we're, to taking. We so are, yeah, man. No sir. All of our views have fled by now. <laughs> no sir. No sir. Hey, listen. I'm only. This is number three. I don't plan on going much further than this. Let's. We'll keep this on the rails. Um. But anyway. <clears throat> but anyway. Ryan, I love you, man. Miss you. Yes. Um, and, and thank you for, you know, introducing me to Michael. And I got to Likewise. meet, you know, and I got to meet these great fellas here. BDJ. Cody with a K. BDJ. That's right. You know, it so. just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. I'm going to write a hip hop song about it. Cody with a K and BDJ. BDJ. But anyway. They so smooth like PBJ. Hey. You know what I mean? Peanut I don't know. <laughs> That was just my shot at being a lyricist. That's lyricist. on YouTube forever. That it is. <laughs> we are smooth like PBJ. I would be PB though for sure, man. Hey, man. You're a to- you're a total jelly guy yeah. yourself, man. I'm PBJ. I'm the way. toast. <laughs> yeah, that holds us together. The hard outer core. Know, the rock solid outer <laughs> core of the toast. Well, yeah. No, speaking of PBJ. <laughs> PBJ. <laughs> I'm peanut butter and jealous that, that, that Ryan got to know him a lot longer than I have. But seriously, Ryan, I love you, man. Well, um, you know, I won't keep touching. 
on that subject, you know, but... All right, well, yeah, we can move on. Well, Let's we move could, on. You know what we could do? Did you ever write a song for your brother, Ryan? <clears throat> Let's hear it now. Foo Fighters did. Let's hear it. Let's hear I, it. I don't know how to play it, but it's called, There Goes My Hero. Yeah. It's on an area. Yeah. It is, yeah. That was... <clears throat> I still let you do yeah, this. Yeah, hey, that was good. Uh, thanks, was good. man. Yeah. I just... I try to put inflection in my voice, but sometimes it doesn't work. I feel like I'm... You just put more of that stomach in there. Is, a little, is there a cover song you can do that won't get us flagged on YouTube? Oh, no. I think if you play anything before the 60s, you should be fine. Right? <laughs> that might not happen unless you put me on the piano and play Beethoven. Oh, man. Yeah, but... Oh. A lot of Beethoven stuff is getting flagged, too. Is it really? It is now, yeah. Who wow. owns that? No one can uh, own if, that. I, I could play People, family, family, like, come on. generational families that still have licensing stuff, yeah. All that old money getting What's mad. Ryan's favorite song? Do you know? Nutshell. Let's play it. All right. Ryan Morales, this is for you, brother. So Nutshell is tuned a half step lower. But I'm going to play it in standard. We can, no, we can give you time to tune. No, no, thank you.
Yeah. Yeah, man. Let's give him a hand clap, y'all. I apologize in advance if I sounded like shit there. I tried. That's yeah, okay, man. I what, thought you I sounded think beautiful. We all sounded amazing. BDJ, I, how are we sounding over there? He's got the headphones yeah, on. Yeah, how we sound, BDJ? He shook his head. He shook his head. He shook his head, and hey, it wasn't no. That's a it wasn't six a out of ten. It wasn't enough. It was an apprehensive shaking of the head. So. Yeah, so he's like, man, you got This is all right. I can make up for it. Okay, I'll yeah. make up for hey, it. Hey, it's, it's on the internet now, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, no, man. I do love that song, we man. Yeah. I do, too. It makes you feel something. It, it does. It makes you feel something. It makes it you does. feel something. It makes oh yeah, me, it, it taught, teaches me a lesson. It taught me a lesson. <laughs> it taught, me a lesson. <laughs> it taught me a lesson. I tell you what, guys. Um, I, I I feel like that this episode has been an entire lesson, and the lesson is this: this is what I take away from it, that you need to put the emotion in your music and feel it. Otherwise, you're just reciting and playing the same old song. That's I, I, I mean, I'll even dig that hole a little deeper and say, do it. Do it. Well, I, I'll I say this. Well, I say this like. You know, you know, we're all a bunch of weird motherfuckers. Like, whatever it is inside you that you want to write, write it. If no one's feeling it, keep writing. Yeah, so, keep because it's fucking writing. It's only gonna appease to somebody. Yeah, like like yeah. You, some people find a career out of a niche. Some people find a career out of being relatable to everybody. And like Nickelback. You, that's right. <laughs> he went there. God. Damn it. I was going to ask for your input, but never mind. <laughs> Not, like, we love Nickelback, man. Hey, no, Nickelback. They do know, write they do. some slappers. It's my they favorite they band. they got a couple bangers out there. They Not going to lie. Silver Side Up was a... You, are you a leader of men? Hey, you know. <laughs> hey, my brother Ryan introduced me to that song. Yeah. You know it's catchy, man. Of course it is. Yeah. They're all catchy. Yeah. That's that's before it became trendy to freaking hate on them. <laughs> yeah. You know? I was hating on them motherfuckers way before everything. Uh, we've heard this story on another episode, though, man. We've heard, this is the third episode. We've got it booked on a couple yeah. episodes. We've heard Michael's nickname. We've got it. Yeah, off. we've got it. And we've got it. We've got it live. It's documented. It's documented. Yeah, it really is. The people understand his, uh, his it's, viewpoint. It's, yeah. His relationship with Nickelback. No secret that Michael I like your Nickelback. pants around your knees. I'll just say that. <laughs> I like your pants. That's one, that's one line. Oh, hell yeah. That's one line I can get with. <laughs> oh yeah we are traveling down a slippery slope we can really, i get a hell yeah, hell yeah oh hell yeah why don't we circle it back around and um Oga, why don't you tell our audience where they can find more of you because god knows i'm ready for the next release of songs this is a cold call down <laughs> um well i have a soundcloud page um you can look me up at oka lee parker and it's spelled o-a-k-a so that's okay no yeah, dude so like that's a whole thing yeah um, <laughs> well i'm pulling that from the other episode dude yeah <laughs> you know yeah that's a whole situation where people are like hey it's okay i'm like that okay guy just stopped by he was he was great he, he was, was okay he was <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> uh, um it's o-a-k-a and then lee parker you find me on soundcloud those that's where i got you need most to of get my on stuff Bandcamp. you really do they they take care of their artists yeah you really better. need to get on Bandcamp. yeah Really? Yeah, I'm we'll serious. show you yeah, after I, the yeah, show. We'll talk about it after this. For you sure. You really need to get on bank out. But um, for now, 
You guys need to visit that mother loving SoundCloud. Yeah, dude. And uh, because this guy's got golden fingers, he's got a golden voice. And he'll teach you a lesson. And he'll teach you. A lesson. I, I might teach you something. You know, I might teach you a lesson. He's gonna teach you how to feel. Because with all that emotion in your music, that's that's the overall lesson for me this evening. I tell you what, learn how to feel. There's a very metaphorical song I have. Do you want to hear it? We do want to. hear I was it. gonna say, let's let's. To, what does that shit, mean to, to play us out? To play us. To, what does that mean to play us out? <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what. You know what? We'll do it live. We'll do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. What, you I'll got limitations here? Like, I didn't know we had limitations. No, I, I, thought, I thought we were going to go. It's bill, bill. starting to feel like the episode's coming to an end. So what I'd like to do is have you tell our audience where to find, where you want them to find you. SoundCloud. Right? Yeah, well, other, a, other than SoundCloud, how can they get in touch with you? If someone wants to book you for a show, if someone wants to book you for a cameo. You can do cameos. Are, are you on cameo.com? No. He's not on cameo, but you can reach out to him. He'll record a cameo for you. You send him the money on Venmo or PayPal or, <laughs> or crypto money. or Bitcoin or whatever the fuck you're paying shit now. Send him some money and he'll record a message for you or your friends or your husband or your wife or your or, or, or your non cis binary uh, partner or whatever. He'll record a message for you or you can book him for a show because that's that's. That's yeah. what you need to be reaching out to this guy I think for. The, I think the best way to reach out to me would be um, on Instagram. My uh, handle, on, is it called a handle? It's called a handle. A handle. It's still called a handle. All right. Okay. Didn't it's know things change. Things change quickly in today's society. With ha- If it's handle or if it's whatever. Anyway, it's oak.strong. And that is as simple as that. Oak like an oak tree, dot strong. Strong. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Get that going. But Whoa. anyway, oh my God, I'm gonna anyway. teach you a lesson. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, the best way to get in touch with me would be on Instagram. Um, yeah. Send a message. Yeah, you know that's where most of my followers came from. You know that's where people like message me all the time about music. You know, I figured it was a uh, your first episode on uh, Rooster Radio. <laughs> well, with all that said, I. It, if you're watching, I hope that you're subscribed. But if you're not, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Keep up with us. We do this show every week. We got a, few, a handful more episodes left before we take another break because, believe it or not, the next time that you guys see a new Rooster Radio well, season, we, we, yeah, the, will be yeah, open. Yeah, season three will end in March, and after after season three ends, the next time you see Rooster Radio, will be live. From it the will green be room. in the Rooster. That's right. right. We are That's this right. close. We are Thank this you. close. Give it a hand clap. Yes, we're closing on this clap. loan. I, mean I do mean it. Construction yeah. will right start here. soon. We should be open this summer. Cheers. So, so enjoy these last few episodes of Rooster Radio. Yes. Please follow all of the artists that have been on the show. Show them your love and support. And be ready to come and, and just have a great time at the Rooster four nights a week. We'll be open. We'll have a live music. We'll have live events. We'll be doing the damn thing at the Rooster. Maybe you can cheers us as well. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. teach us a lesson. Teach us a so, lesson. Yeah. So I just want to say, like, congratulations for making Thank it you. happen. This has been a I, long, hard road, dude. It was a long, hard road. I know Giggity. it was. it wasn't easy. You know, and I know yeah. it, take, it took a lot of work for you guys. So, yeah, congratulations to you. Thank you. Um, right. I'll play you. I'll play you one more song. Yeah, play us out, play out. If I may. Play um, us out. All right, go ahead and intro the song. Okay. And uh, BDJ, go ahead and, and record the whole thing all the way out.
And when this song's over, so is the episode. So we we'll hope, see you next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rich Radio. There's no question that we did. So we hope That's you enjoyed right. it as much as us. We'll see you again next week. I believe we have Tavius Bernard coming back next week. So Woo! that'll be fun. So Oka, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thank man. you for thank making you. the drive yeah. down. I'm very grateful. I, this has been a long time coming, yeah. and man, it's been everything we wanted it to be. Hey, so, you know, seriously, guys, like I've been looking forward to this for a long time. The pandemic wasn't great, you know, for scheduling and everything, but, uh, you know, we're in a good spot um, or a better spot. And, you know, I'm glad we could finally do this. Yeah. Um, and I really mean it when I say congratulations to you guys. You know, for Thank you. Help. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it. And yeah. also just want to throw this in that this has been the one of the most fun episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hands down. Like ever. Hands oh, down, dude. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, before I get too, too off kilter here, but like, you know, I've been talking to Mike for, God, a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's like, been a while. Since I could. Teach you a lesson. So, um, anyway, uh, this song's called Hey There. And take from what you want, kind of deal. So, anyway. Glad you're 
both came down.